Welcome to the Dynamo Theory Podcast Network. On this network, we will be bringing you podcasts about your favorite teams, the Dynamo and Dash. We will have interviews like the one you're about to hear with Dynamo forward Christian Ramirez, as well as interviews with other players and people from around the club and Major League Soccer. We'll also have the Come and Take It pod on the network and are working on bringing some more shows to you. You can subscribe to the network on all your favorite podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. While you're there, be sure to leave us a review and let us know how you're enjoying the content. After this short break, we'll be talking to Dynamo forward Christian Ramirez about how he's staying in shape during the time off, playing up front with Morrow, and spending time at home being a dad. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Dynamo Theory. We're joined today by Houston Dynamo forward Christian Ramirez. Christian, how's it going? Pretty good. Uh, yeah, just trying to think positive in this time. Yeah, it's been, what, almost two months now since since the season got suspended. So what was your initial thoughts kind of when that came down? I know you guys were getting ready for Seattle coming back home after losing in Kansas City. What were the thoughts when you first heard the news? Uh. I mean, I sort of expected it, um, especially after uh, seeing, I think it was like the night before the NBA uh, shut down a game uh, because of Rudy Gobert's situation. Um, so I think that that really brought it to to the light of the severity of this situation. And um, I think every league followed suit according to the NBA and um, really tried to jump in front of the situation. Yeah, so we talked to Memo a couple of weeks ago. Sounds like you guys are staying in shape. The team sent you some different things. Can I talk about what you guys are doing to stay in shape individually since you can't really work out together? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I got lucky that uh, I had recently bought uh, my wife a uh, Peloton. Oh, nice. um, so I've been taking classes on there and stuff. Um, and so. I've been doing that. Um, I turned her little office into um, pretty much my uh, my own uh, little gym. Uh, so she wasn't too happy about that, but <laughs> just following plans and going on some longer runs because uh, you you sort of get stuck on a bike and like you, you need to feel that uh, extra running. Um, so it, it's been tough, but um, nothing compared to like actually soccer fitness. So it'll be interesting to see how we all are once we get back. Yeah. So it, when you mentioned when, if and when they come back. So if the league decides to start play again, how long do you guys think you would need to get back in, in game shape? I know you did a whole preseason and played two games. 
how how long do you think you personally and as a team you guys would have to need to get back up to speed? Um, I think a good three or four weeks uh, would be a fair point. I mean, um, m- my plan, like visually, of what I thought would be like something reasonable, um, would be like you have ten days or yeah, a week and a half of individual trainings um just to get all the testing done and get like a good routine and then after those after that week um do like another week and a half of uh of small group training so like positionally um and that get, brings you up to three weeks and then do a full week of team training and then uh then a week of leading up to the first game I would assume that'd be the fastest way to get us up to speed, but um, you can maybe add another week in there. So really raise it to five weeks so that you have three weeks of team training. Um, but that that's what I think would be the fastest route to getting going. Yeah. So um, you guys obviously staying, staying a isolated staying by yourselves we've seen you playing video games and stuff with memo we saw you on instagram with zarek how have you been uh, keeping in touch with with your teammates during the time uh we all have a, a team group chat that, that we try and stay active on and stuff um just messing around i think we've had some video team talks of not just tactics but also um like team building stuff you would say um once a week so it's been it's been unusual um so it's just trying to stay uh in communication as much as you can more or less yeah definitely so getting to when you guys do get back on the field we've seen you uh playing with Mauro a little bit at the end of last year uh Talk about you guys kind of play the same position, but how is it playing with Morrow? Um, how, how is it playing with him and feeding off of him uh, when you guys are on the field together? I love it. Um, I would hope that uh, that could be our primary formation with having um, myself and Morrow up top um, because it's something that you don't see around the league as much. Um, and we showed how dynamic it could be offensively and both and then on the flip side we showed that we're willing to do the work defensively to um, cover the ground and make things hard on the on the opposing opposing team um, so uh, I would hope that um, we can we can figure it out and use that as our formation going forward um, I necessarily uh, don't think that the dynamo both thought that we that they would have both of us back this year. Um, having been, uh, there was calls um, and offers for both of us. Uh, so um, I do think that that plays a part into maybe why we haven't gone with myself and him as the head of, of the attack in, in the formation or, or the formation going forward. Um, so I hope that knowing that we're both here, that uh, it'll be something that we can use going forward as a as a starting point another another uh one of the attackers you guys have now darwin Quintero. you guys played together in minnesota 
Uh, we haven't got to see much of Darwin here in Houston. He was hurt a little bit, and then, of course, the season being suspended. But talk a little bit about what Darwin brings to a team. Um, he just brings an extra dynamic that is um, special, I think would be the, the word. Um, when he first got to the league, and um, I knew how, how good he was because I study and watch Liga MX so much and uh, have followed his career and um, for, for the 10 years that he was there. Um, so I knew what to expect. What I didn't know how to expect was the person that he is off the field as well as he is on the field and how well we got along and um, how well our games meshed. Uh, and I think some of my best soccer that those three months that we were together were some of his best, if not his best, during his stretch in the MLS so far. Um, and we just complimented each other so well um, and learned how to, like, get each other's best from each other. Um, and so he, he's a dynamic that that when you get him um, positive and going uh, forward and dy- and he's dynamic, then, then he, he's a Jovinko-type presence on, on your team. So we've, we've seen your goal scoring. We've seen your, how good you are in MLS. But are you the best goal scorer in your family? We've seen your brother, Stephen, <laughs> who, what, led the DA this season? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he He's made the move for you. to uh, – No. Uh, he made the move from uh, his uh, club that he's been at his whole career to, um, to LAFC. They had been chasing him for a while. And um, he made the move to LAFC, which is – I would say um, top two, top three in, in the country for for DA and for that age group. And uh, yeah, man, he he's special. Um, uh, it's awesome to see. Um, anytime that I, that I get an opportunity to see, uh, he it sucks that the season ended because he he was on such a tear. Um, yeah. And it was cool because to go through that with him when he went to the GA tournament um, and it was his first time being on an MLS team playing against MLS competitions. He came out of it like a little nervous. And then the next time that he went up against an MLS side, like he had a hat trick. And the next time that he was in the uh, little Classico with the Galaxy, he scored two goals and like he just started finding himself and, and growing and growing. And it was really cool to see. Um, so hopefully uh, he continues on that path and never know, can, can make the jump as a homegrown or, uh, or something pretty soon. Yeah. You, so you, you came up, you know, through NASL into MLS. How important is it just having that confidence, you know, especially as a goal scorer, um, whatever level you're playing or whoever you're playing against? Um, it, it's just – People, don't, I think, don't understand that scoring goals at whatever level is hard. Um, and as long as you can continue to score goals, like that's what should be valued. Um, I think that too many times uh, we look at, okay, he's scoring goals, but he doesn't do this or he doesn't do that. Uh, he's not helping the team do this, but he's scoring goals. And that's what you're paid for is to score goals. And um, whether you're fast or slow or you score all your goals with your head or no goals with your head and you only score with your feet or you only score tap-ins, 
like goals are goal and uh at whatever level um that's something that i that i learned and um that i've passed to my to my brother i said look if you if you're gonna to both my brothers because what i have a middle brother who um is really good too and he's just coming off of a, a hip surgery so i passed a lot of stuff that i've learned onto them and tell them look if you're playing as a forward like no matter what goes on if you score you did your job um yeah work on other other aspects of your game you're defending you're pressing your hold up play everything but at the end of the day you have to still trust your instincts and score goals because that's that's what a forward does definitely so before we let you go we've we've uh we've had no soccer for a while so we people that have followed you on instagram we've got to see you've been getting to spend a lot of time as a dad which is awesome you have a little daughter so how yeah. how fun is that? How many times have you watched Frozen as a, fa- she as a doesn't, daughter? She doesn't like to watch, watch movies. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, she doesn't like to watch movies that much. Like she is more into watching Peppa Pig. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I watched that. I watched that, and she just got into Blue's Clues during this quarantine. So, um, so you have a lot theme of that. song memorized now. Yeah. So uh, she she's been fun. Uh, she's been a handful. Uh, I think she, she's like, gets really anxious when I go on like my run because she thinks I'm going to leave. Um, she's gotten so like accustomed to me being there whenever she wakes up or whenever I'm around the house that she starts to tell me, dad, don't go, don't go. So it'll be pretty interesting to see what happens when season starts, um, how she adjusts to that again. Um, and then when the other one comes in July, so. Uh, it's all going to come. Definitely have your hands full. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to all come pretty fast, especially if if season starts up again and it's condensed. It's going to be a, a crazy, crazy five months. It'll definitely be crazy. Well, Christian, we hope we get to see you guys out there pretty soon. Uh, stay safe and stay healthy. And uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me.